the sports stance. Hey everybody, and welcome to the sports stance. I'm your host Greg, and with me live in person, mainly because I crashed at his house for the past few days. It's Paul, everybody. Paul, how you doing? Doing great. Doing great, Greg. Looking forward to the show today. Paul, we're so close we can actually touch each other. But we won't. We won't because, you know, COVID. Social distancing. Social distancing. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, you, when you're visiting, finally, leaving your house for the first time in five months, such as I am, you want to have physical contact with people. But you've been like, no, 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 don't come near me. No hugs. <laughs> Just the kids. You were going to say, just the kiss, and I was kind of concerned. <laughs> like, Paul, that's a little personal for the show people. No, just so glad to <laughs> see you and uh, my daughter and the grandchildren. Just a special treat. I'm just glad to not see the same five walls I've been staring at for the past five months. It'll all be there when you get back. I know. The <laughs> that's fine. At least I got a few days break. That's good. Uh, it's good to it's get shown away. I, it's shown I haven't been anywhere that, in that long because I am hitting my knee into every corner of your house. So, maybe the gates and the dog gates and the... Notice everything. Dressers, chairs. Toy kitchens. It's been really bad. (laughs) My (laughs) knee is killing me. (laughs) You'll get over it. I will. Let's get into some sports, though. They don't want to care about us talking about being near each other. (laughs) No, I don't think they do. (laughs) If they do, we can save that for a different different podcast. podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's Sports Dance After Dark. (laughs) Ooh, I like the way you said that. Anyway, let's get into it. We're going to start with our Would You Rather. We always save this at the end. We're going to start right at the beginning because well, I just felt like it. Switch okay. things, new locations, switching things up. I like it. <laughs> Doing like things it. differently. So NBA is back in their bubble. The MLB is back in their ballpark. And the NHL is in two hub cities. The thing that you have to notice when you watch these games is how they're trying to make it feel like there's fans there or not there. So, for example, the NHL has tarps on all their seats. The MLB has cutouts on all their seats. And the NBA is digitally putting fans around the arena into, like, fake chairs by going through Zoom or one of those type of things. So my question is, would you rather digital fans cheering you on, cutouts of people in the stands with noise pumped in, or it just be you and the game and no seats even being seen like the NHL, where it's really just the players listening to each other? You know, the first thing I thought of when I saw each of these options, how much do you think it costs to have those tarps made for the NHL covering their seats? And not that you see the seats a lot in hockey, because really it's an on-ice camera. Then I think about baseball and piping in the music, the music, the fan noise. I guess that's just pulling it off of, yeah, music, introducing the players, their favorite songs, their their walk-on songs. That they have on file. Yeah. How much did it cost the NBA to digitally bring in fans around the whole court and have that live? I don't know, but I kind of like that. I love it. That's my favorite, by the way. That's the one you'd go with? That's the one I'd go with. I feel like I agree with you. I like the cutouts mainly because of just the goofiness that has been involved with some of the cutouts. We've seen the Mets have a cutout of a dog. The M&M characters are in some stands. The M&M characters have been in some stands. You see some... Funny faces, like the Red Sox have Dustin Pedroia and his son both has cutouts in theirs because Dustin Pedroia is not on the team anymore. He retired. <laughs> uh, just not shocking at all. Surprise. He, he actually has spent more time in the stands as a cutout than he has with the Red Sox the past two years. 
So I though agree. I feel like the NHL it kind of give it makes it feel the most realistic because the NHL is just on the ice. You don't notice the fans as much. Yeah, you have them the towels, the hockey games. They show the stands in that case. Regular season, I feel like you're not looking at the fans that much. You're not paying attention. You see the people on the glass. That's really it. Yeah. Like, yeah. if they had cutouts of people on the glass, you wouldn't even know that there wasn't people there. Well, I think hockey could do what the NBA is doing. Of course, you'd have to protect the screens just like right behind the would. glass. Well, as we saw in some of the games we've been watching, they've had the puck fall into the stands, and they say <laughs> stoppage due to puck in the crowd. Because they can't find it. Because, you know, the tarp is really deceiving. Apparently, they only have one tarp, unlike Major League Baseball, with 7,000 balls. Yeah, all sponsored by L.L. Bean. <laughs> there you go. But, yeah, no, I think... I like the idea. I like how they've all kind of done their own different thing. Baseball, I think, was smart because they've also done with the cutouts. They've made them a certain price. So your cutout gets better seats based on what you pay. <laughs> but also, it's like if for the Red Sox, they said like $500, your cutout goes on the green monster. If a home run hits it, you get the home run ball. It's autographed by who hit it. And Do you get tickets? I think you get tickets for the following season. Two tickets. For games in 2021, assuming there are fans allowed back in the ballpark. Yeah, 2021. But that's actually not that bad of a deal. It's kind of like a fun thing to, if you get one, if you're cut hey, out if there you have and get dollars you don't know what to do with. Yeah. If you, if you get a cutout and you get hit by a baseball, one, it's not you actually. Right, no hospital run. You get a free, basically in your mind, I feel like it's like a cool little autographed baseball that's a memento of like the time that we're living in being like, I got this when no fans were allowed in the and, stands. And, and I didn't even catch it. Yeah. I caught it off the head. <laughs> and we square in the face, didn't feel a thing. Which is kind of impressive. But yeah, I like the NBA's the most because obviously it's live. It's the fans reacting on the screen. They kind of have their sound. It's not full, I don't think it's full sound, but you hear like the cheering and stuff. So they designate who's the home team. And that's kind of like who they have, I guess, for the... I don't know how they have it set up. I know in the last one... I think it's pretty cool. It is. I know for one of the games I was watching this week, it was the during the Celtics game, uh, Mark Jackson, I believe, was one of the people sitting in the digital stands. And he was dressed like in a full suit. And they called him on the phone while he was on this like digital <laughs> screen. And they're like, you enjoying the game? And he's like, yeah, what? And he's, they're like, we're watching you right now. He's like... Okay, that's weird. <laughs> They're like, why are you so dressed up? He goes, well, when you guys are on, I feel like I need to be on, so I have to dress up nice like you guys. So I feel like I'm a part of the whole thing. I would imagine some people aren't quite so well-dressed. No, I'm pretty sure. Most are just like in T-shirts. They're probably not wearing pants, but we don't know that. We know. Well, uh, We're not wearing pants right now. We had the COVID newscaster not wearing pants, and that turned into a hoo <laughs> I actually saw one thing where it was people doing a t- phone conversation or a Zoom call. And a guy had to get up to get his child out of the room, and he had a suit and tie on the top, but he had, like, gym shorts on the bottom. And he realized, and he was like, oh, I'm, just, I'm so sorry. That's so embarrassing. And the guy he was talking to was like, ah, it's no problem at all. He's like, hold on. Let me, I got to go grab something. And he stood up, and he had gym shorts on <laughs> to kind of let the guy know, don't worry. You're not the We're only all one. Doing We're it. all doing it. Safety in numbers. <laughs> We're all not that weird enough to wear pants, actually, in our homes while we're working. Suit and tie on the top, pants. I might have put on the pants. I don't know. I just You might have. I might have. You're that guy. In case I forgot and got up. <laughs> no, Paul, just wearing pants is allowed. <laughs> you don't, They're not not wearing pants. No, they're wearing gym shorts as opposed Excuse to Excuse me, Paul. Yeah, pants. you stood up and everybody saw your bare bottom. Well, no, that, that would be my really bad. bad. Forgot I went commando this morning. <laughs> That's on me, guys. But, yeah, so I think we're in agreement. NBA gets the most creative fan experience for these times and it probably gets the players at least feeling kind of like 
they're playing in front of a live crowd because you kind of get that at least element of you can look and see people physically reacting Absolutely. to what you're doing. It's a, it's, a, it's a more intimate atmosphere, though it's an NBA game. Intimate isn't the word to describe, but it's cozy and it's close. So you could literally be a player and look at the fans reacting and be a little pumped as opposed to a vinyl tarp yeah. covering seats or a cardboard cutout that, unless you have laser vision, you have no yeah. idea. Don't do what they did for the MLB on the Red Sox-Yankees game where they digitally like placed the fake crowds. That was weird. It was weird because they were like kind of like standing on the seats and like standing tall. <laughs> it was... They didn't do it all over the stadium. They randomly cut to shots doing it, which also felt weird because it was like... Oh my God, there's 100,000 people in left field. Well, it was also like <laughs> either commit to them just being in the stands <laughs> or just let it be because it would be like, here's a shot of right field where there's nobody and then two seconds later it's a full cr- it's a full yeah, crowd. Yeah, I think maybe they had to... Uh... There had to be some creativity behind that, and they couldn't do the whole. Clearly not. But all right, so that was our would you rather. Be curious to know. I feel like everybody would have to go with the NBA. I, I feel like psychos would be like, you know what? Give me the tarp. I want to just play by myself and the other guys in front of me. I yeah, feel like you need something to feed off of. Yeah, the MLB is definitely, I mean, it's something for the fans to feel involved, but it's only the fans that pay the 500 bucks, so whatever each stadium does. I, I, I don't mind NBA how it looks on TV. But, it, by the way, the NBA only has to do that in the yeah. ESPN part of Disney. Yeah. And they did only playing. have for a while. Yeah. They had only tarp. Like, they had, like, drapes, essentially. So, clearly, in the midst of everything, they were like, you know what? I think we could do this and added that. Yeah. Because I don't think it was like that at first. So, it was a good, good move by them. The cutouts aren't that the worst because I feel like after a while of the game going on, you kind of just – Picture them as regular fans sitting there. You're not really focusing that they're cutouts, but it just looks at least like there's people there. The Yankees also had their behind their home plate covered in tarps, which I don't like at all, especially for baseball. I'd rather just see the empty seats. They're empty most of the time at Yankee Stadium there I think, anyway. I think at Yankee Stadium, those behind the home plate... They're uh, empty half the time. They're, they're too they're, expensive. They're 2500 bucks. <laughs> they're leather, and they cover them because of their weather, and yeah. they're baking in the sun, and maybe I'm crazy, but... I, I, I think that's pretty bad. I, I do something fun. Yeah. So we're watching a Red Sox game the other night, and I think they were playing Toronto. And I, I made the observation, what the heck are those two people doing out in right field, sitting in seats? They could be the guys getting the foul balls or, or whatever they're doing, but two random people, side by side, by the way, in seats way out in right field. And if you've been to Fenway Park, there are no worse seats in the park than right field because no. they're staring at the scoreboard on the other side. Yeah. I, I just didn't get it unless they were assigned to be they there. They must for some be the reason. foul ball people or something because that's maybe the they were the medics in case somebody has a disaster. They're on the actually field. peanut throwers in training and just having <laughs> there doing their throws while the guys in the bullpen are. Yeah, there's just if you look at these games, there is just ran. I get the cameramen and I get the people in the press box, but there are random people out in the field, out in the uh, stadium, out in the seats. Could be security that's enjoying in themselves. In case somebody you. Right, streakers. <laughs> Imagine a streaker. Wouldn't be too hard to figure Where'd out. Where did that guy come from? <laughs> Wait, is that? I got peanuts from him oh, yesterday. God. Is that Aaron Judge? <laughs> Why is he streaking? I thought he was just playing. Well, he would know he's just busy hitting home runs. Yeah, no. There you go. That's exactly right. Aaron Judge has been crushing the baseball. Look at you with segways, huh? Aaron Judge is basically trying to compete, complete in sixty games what he won in a full season because the man has hit home runs nonstop. He's up to eight. They're a quarter of the way through the season. So if you think about that, he'd end up with 32. 32 did home do, runs. He might hit more than that. Did I do quick math right there? You I did. Actually did. You did wow. it correctly. Look at me. Basic <laughs> math I did really fast. I'm very proud of myself. I only took basic math three times. 
<laughs> That's one less than me. <laughs> but yeah, no. Aaron Judge has been crushing it. He's not the only one, though. Uh, I think uh, Castellanos from the Reds and Tatis Jr. from the Padres both have seven home runs. So some guys are off to a very hot start. Judge, though, do you think he breaks 30 home runs in this? I don't think the other two do. I think they cool down because neither of them are huge, known home run hitters like Judge's. So I think Aaron Judge has the ability to, and for him personally, I hope he can do it. Competitively, I hope that's his last home run of the season. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, you do? You hope that he Just, continues uh, this? I, I am a sports fan, but I am more a Red of Sox a Red fan. Sox fan. <laughs> First. And I hope Aaron Judge has hit his last home run of his career. Well, we Just saying. Have, we already have Giancarlo Stan going on the injured list, which, not shocking. Yeah, well. He's on there about three times every year. So he's on track yeah, to still complete that. Paper. <laughs> he's still on track to make that happen. <laughs> so good for him. I'm proud of him for that's staying true. That's not a record you want to be known I'm for. I'm happy he's staying true to who he is. But yeah, I think... Uh, Judge, he at least gets to 25, is my guess. He's playing in a division. He's playing in a division that the Red Sox pitching is god awful, as we know. The Orioles pitching is basically the same. Tampa Bay is iffy at times, and the Blue Jays aren't anything to go. Hey, they're all right. I I I have to go go back to watching the Red Sox game the other night, and you're right, god awful, and maybe not god awful, but when two pitchers in a row come up. And I look at you and say, who the hell are these people? And you say, I don't know. That's a bad thing. It is. It's not a great thing. <laughs> and Heath Embry know. is the only person I recognized. <laughs> well, then if Matt Barnes comes in, we're... There we go. Everybody's screwed. <laughs> and I mean, by everybody, you know, I mean the Red Sox, you because know, he gives up a run at least every appearance. You know it's my wife's most dreaded player when he comes on the field. She always goes, ah, that's the game. Turn it off. <laughs> we could be had by nine runs. We're winning 5 nothing. Yeah, no, he's going to blow it. You turn back to the game, it's 6-5. You're like, what the what the happened? There you go, Matt. Sorry. Oh, yeah, the Red Sox, being a Red Sox fan is tough this year. It is. J.D. Martinez an... is doing terrible. He has no home runs. Well, he's supposed ben to Well, they took out of the game. Yeah, exactly. You have to be able to hit, at least hit the ball. <laughs> As a professional baseball player, is, is that something that so, you're required so, so to do? So he comes up. I, they were either two, two on or bases loaded, and he comes up and strikes up again. I'm like, dear God. You yeah. gotta get contact. He is no. He's gotta get out of the rough. So we talked about slumps, right? Yeah, top hitters are terrible. <laughs> the slumps, you can't afford a two or three week slump. You gotta get over it and mm-hmm. figure something out. Because a quarter of the season is gone after fifteen games. Maybe the new coach decided pulling him will get him out of his funk, and he can come back tonight. I'm hoping the new coach night. realizes he needs to take a few days off. Yeah. Before anything, because well, it's just he's gotta come back all new. Not gonna work well. But besides that, for enough Red Sox talk out of okay, us, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> no reason for to be sorry. For everybody out of, the, out of the Boston loop, just saying. I don't think we need to be sorry. We should feel sorry for ourselves, oh, if anything. Dreadful. But besides that going on in baseball, if you look around baseball right now, nobody's off. I mean, there are 12 teams that are only over 500. At the current time of recording this, mid-Sunday afternoon, there's 12 teams. Most teams are under 500 and... I'm going to quickly pull up the standings right now. I'm pretty sure there are at least three divisions where only one team is above 500. You have the Yankees at 10-5. and five. The next best record is Baltimore at 7-7. Seven and seven. How did that happen? Exactly. Then you have the Oakland Athletics at 11-4 and four with your Houston Asterisks at 6-8. and eight. I love the Asterisks. You have the Marlins Miami and the Braves. Marlins. Yeah, the Marlins and the Braves are 7-2 and two and 9-6. and six. The Marlins had about two weeks off and came back, and it's just one. 
every game. When did it go from, and it could have been years ago, when did it go from Florida Marlins to Miami Marlins? I have no idea. I don't remember. It's it's. <laughs> then you have the Cubs as the only team with a 500 above record in the Central and the National League. And then the West is doing the best. They have three teams above 500, so good for them. But the Rockies are the team to beat right now. They're 11-3. and three. So it's a very, very weird season because, well, I mean, also granted, you have the St. Louis Cardinals at a whopping 2-3 and three because they had COVID galore too. Yeah. So everything's been postponed. But then you have the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are just actually bad, who are three and twelve. <laughs> They're just bad. Well, maybe they should. They gave up four home runs and eleven pitches the other day. <laughs> four home runs and eleven pitches. Yep, that's bad. That I've heard. I hope we play them next. <laughs> I, yeah, I think the Red Sox need to change the visions just for a few days. Oh boy. Oh, it's not pretty. But speaking of. You like in the Houston Asterix name. You know who else does, Paul? I think uh, I heard something about this. Fill me in. Rob Lowe. Oh, Mr. Mr. Neutral? Yeah, Mr. Switzerland. Neutral. Mr. Neutral himself. Famous for wearing an NFL logo hat to a Niners-Packers-NFC championship game. He doesn't want to be the bad guy. Took, yeah. Doesn't want doesn't, to lose a fan. Doesn't want to lose a fan. Decided, you know what? Screws. <laughs> Houston, he's not, he's not a fan. He is a Dodgers fan. He and called his manager. Yeah. Does anybody in Houston like me? No. I got a thing to wear then. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make them really not like me. He went on the Joe Rogan podcast wearing a Houston Asterix hat and just just talked about everything else basically except that. <laughs> just a nice prominently. And nobody asked him? Oh, no. He was asked, but it was just prominently <laughs> nicely displayed for all the people that watch the Joe Rogan podcast on, I think it's YouTube, to see. I like that. That's That's classic. As if there was going to be one person that did it, I'm glad it's him because it just shows of how much that pissed him off. <laughs> he, Mr. Nice Guy, Mr. Hey. He attends all kinds of sporting events. To have him yeah. do that is what's, wonderful. What's that meat-only diet that everybody oh, the, used to do? Uh, Atkins. Atkins. Mr. Atkins, like, be healthy, be happy, be don't have a bad bone in your body. It was like, you know what? Yeah. Screw Houston. I don't like you. The Houston asterisk. I'm going to keep it PG with the language because I'm pretty sure Rob Lowe would never say the F word in his life. Unless it was in a script and he was being paid millions. True, true. He seems like that type. He's played some really nasty characters, too. He's like, he could be unlike for the characters. And he looks fantastic. He's like 90. He is. He's You know, he is the... Uh, he oh, might be a vampire. He, <laughs> he's the Dick Clark of He's acting. like 60. No, he's not 60. He's like mid-50s and he looks like he's like in his late 30s. You two can buy wrinkle remover... And Have Adkins. And <laughs> you know, they just because they endorse it doesn't mean they do it. Oh, no, he does. Yeah? He's like full on. Full on Adkins? I think it's like known. Okay. But he's also full on board of hating the Astros. Well, he's a good actor. <laughs> he's not acting about his hatred for Houston. Yeah, that's I wonder what, something really must have pushed a button. I don't know, what could it be? Like, cheating? It must have been like cheating or something. Yeah? Yeah, I guess so. By the way, besides that, we're going to get into some other stuff. But before we do, don't forget... With all the sports back, you need to go to MyBookie and start placing your bets. When you go to MyBookie, don't forget to use the promo code 12OUNCESPORTS. That's right, 12OUNCESPORTS. That's 1-2-O-Z-SPORTS. Because when you're going to make that deposit, MyBookie is going to match it up to $1,000 when you use the promo code 12OUNCESPORTS. You don't want to miss out on a chance to catch that ticket during the NHL and NBA playoffs. And with the MLB back, tell your family and friends to get your deposits in at MyBookie. Because there's really no other option. Go with the best. And and by the way, I think people are ready and ripe to get in there and dig in. Especially now. They got some sports to bet on and 
why not go through my bookie? It's been like two weeks and things haven't gotten shut down. So I, I mean, we're good. We got. We're about a baseball team away from a shutdown there. Hey, they kept it together despite Miami and St. Louis and Phillies and like half the teams went out on schedules. Hey, do you think that? Football franchises donate to political campaigns. Their owners probably do. I'm just just wondering. I just I just I'm thinking about as I look through. <laughs> Say what popped that into your head? Well, I I just have that's that's the loaded question because the answer is every single one of these teams and stadiums are looking at reduced capacity and mm-hmm. having to fans of the games. So we don't know how that's going to happen and how that's going to play out. But they've you know most have notified their ticket holders. Most have notified uh, their season ticket holders and. The, well, I know, like, Philadelphia yeah. Eagles have basically told their fans, no matter what happens, fans are not going to be at the games this year. Some have, and some yeah. are still, they haven't done that, they haven't drawn that line, but, you know, wait till the governor gets hold of it, right? The governor has to decide if they're open or closed. Uh, you can't have a wedding with more than 25 people in some no. states, but you can have 20,000 people at a football game. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't know what's going to happen with the NFL. I do know college football is going to give a great example of if there will even be a season. Mainly because it's supposed to, it's supposed to be starting in the next two weeks, the college football season. That's already gotten delayed. They've already pushed back the August games into September. So we're going to see what happens there. But big news did happen on Friday, I believe it came out, that the MAC conference for college football came out and said, we're not having a season. We're not taking the chance. We're not going to risk our players' health. We're not doing it. It's not worth it to us. Yeah, we're going to lose a lot of money. They're a Division I conference. Division one conferences do not just cancel football seasons for yeah. nothing. Yeah, they got sponsors. They've got a lot going Those on. Those guys play against the bigger comp Power Five conferences, and they get paid a few million dollars to get their ass kicked. They're not. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's like literally what it's. Well, you know how it's going to go. It's like, oh, hey, Alabama, number one ranked team in the world. Oh, who do you want to play? Oh, I'm going to play this team from the MAC, who's 0 11, hasn't won a game since 2003. Ooh, should be tough. Well, we're paying them $6 million so we can do that and boost our confidence. Oh, okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah, like, that's all it is. Well, we've got we've got uh, all kinds of colleges canceling classes. Everything will be re- remote learning. Mm-hmm. And you know, how does that impact your football play or, or football or soccer or basketball or baseball or any other sport they're going to have going on if there's nobody living on campus? And You would think that for an athlete, it would make it safer technically. Well, if they're in that bubble and you can't go home. But, like, so say football still happens. Every other student's off campus. Football guys are allowed back on campus. They're only hanging out with each other. They get, like, well, six professors. Well, yeah, I know. That's the whole <laughs> big if. But you have, like, six professors that teach the six different t- classes that they all majority would be taking that they can get credits for. Well, and remedial math. That. Exactly. <laughs> They're, they all, but most of them just need to know what like one million plus two million equals three million. That's my contract. There like that's go. all they need to know. There you go. One car plus two cars for my family's house equals three cars. future suspension for the school, but me good now. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all it means. So if if indeed they do do, do that, do, 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 they do. have to put them in a dorm together because uh, there was a football college in New Jersey who had their football team all over. Social media, partying, no masks, big groups. And well, for a while it was University of Alabama. Their players were known, are apparently going to parties too, where the game was who could get it first. Unbelievable. So not the smartest of people sometimes that we're dealing with. Remedial math. <laughs> but yeah, so the MAC canceled, which leads to the question, 
so far the Power Five conferences, the heads of them have all come out saying we're gonna have ten game seasons here, so whatever it is, just in conference, which I don't really know what the difference of if you traveled outside of conference would be. Anyway, the Max said no, we're out. Do we think this starts a chain reaction? Because no school wanted to be first, but now it's gonna be we don't want to be the last. So I think you look at football programs that are yes, 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 and then the college president is going to draw is going to have the final say. And but I there's think, really no college president for college football. No, but there's an NCAA president. But but the football coaches the they commissioners all work for, for each them. conference and, have right. to come together essentially. So if if let's say I'm Princeton and I'm closing down. I like how you chose Princeton as your example for a football school. Well, okay, bad, bad example. Let's say I'm, let's say um, let's UMass is a decent school. Not a football, but they're at least in a Division One. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so and no school. They're not returning to campus. Yep. And the president of UMass is going to tell the football guy eventually whether or not they're having a football team. They they work for somebody. So I think at some point, number one, the first one caved, and I think you're right. A lot of them are going to say, well, if they're doing it, we can't do it. Yeah. So I think it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be come down. It's going to be more interesting. One, one Power Five conference says, you know what, we're not risking it. The rest will fall in line, most likely because, one, you can't really be like, we're the best if you're only the conference standing. <laughs> so, oh, look at us. We won the national championship. Well, you only had to beat your conference. <laughs> there's some scuttlebutt out there that the NFL Ooh, would like to step in and have not only... Thursday, Sunday, and Monday football, but add Friday and Saturday as well if there's not going to be college games televised. Which would also just be insane of trying to figure out how those schedules would work. Plus, how are you tra- traveling? I don't know. It'd be a lot to, I feel like, figure out. You would have to, I don't know how it would work because certain teams would get, if they played Thursday, they'd get, get a few days, extra days rest, off. Five days rest. <laughs> yeah, you'd have everybody getting different rests. So they would figure it out because they would have to. It's all, it's all about the money. But one thing for college football I will give credit to is players, at least for the Pac-12 and Big Ten, have come out both separately but basically united as saying, we're only playing under certain conditions. You have to provide these conditions for us for us to feel safe playing for you so you can make your tons of money and we don't potentially get sick or hurt. Some of these items that have been up and put up both similar, there have been a few differences, but mainly they want testing for covid Mostly every day. So for college students to be like, hey, shove a swab up my nose basically every day. I want to make sure I'm safe is a big thing for them. They want that. They want penalties for people who are non-compliant, sufficient ones. So they're clearly taking this seriously. Yeah, expulsion. Yeah. It's they want helpful. mandate for athletic personnel to report suspected violations. So basically like how the NBA has the whistleblower program, they want to be able to have something like that. They want also the big one, and I think it's going to be the sticking point if if the conferences agree to some of these things, coverage for all out-of-pocket medical expenses related to COVID-19, both short-term and long-term, incurred by any active college athlete. I don't know how a football program could look themselves in the mirror without having that part of anything going forward. If they're going out there to play, it's disgusting to think that they wouldn't. And not 100% support those players if they get sick. They better pay my bill. It's all about the dollar, though. The almighty dollar. Yep. And, and, the and by the way, is king of getting every dollar. Uh, they can get a dollar five of out of every dollar. And I, I'm, I'm sorry if you can't protect your players, you're disgusting. Period. Yeah. 
That's that to me is well, it's true, and the, well, that's going to be the sticking point. It's going to be also to see will these Pac-12 and Big Ten athletes, will other conferences players join together similarly? If they can get all five power conference players to a kind of come together as one and be like, this is what we want, all of this for all of us, we will play under these conditions, and everybody gets agreed to, perfect. But if they're going to leave out certain things, because as we've seen, even if you get COVID and survive it, people have holes in their lungs people have heart conditions that now are going to affect people them the rest of their lives and there are people that are 20 Nerve 30s damage. getting strokes because of it so it's not a matter of just surviving it. it's a matter of living with potentially you being one of the people that had a, basically a side effect that was also severe enough but didn't kill you so great for those athletes remember back when you went to college there's somebody at home it's a little fuzzy i'm not gonna lie. paying the bill and helping you make your life decisions and you're going to turn around and say to your mother hey i'm going to college i'm going to go play covid or not and you're going to terrify your family and well you also won't really be able to see your family no you'll be in a bubble most, until families, the season's over. most families will also be like you gotta keep your distance depending on if there's a parent like half these college kids probably have grandparents that at least come by or they might live with or they see often enough you're going for thanksgiving dinner you're not going because yeah, grandpa, well, for grandma and grandpa are there, and yep. they're 75 and 80 and have oxygen tanks. Like, you're not going to chance that. Yeah, I, and if you do, you well, better then... be. You got to protect these kids, and and for them to even, for them not to even put that out there in the beginning is kind of disgraceful. Uh, yeah, I mean, the conference people have come out kind of being like, "Well, we're trying to work everything we can. The medical every day is going to be kind of hard. Figure it out. Yeah. You make billions of dollars off football seasons." 100%. NCAA makes so much money. Even if each conference makes $500 million, $400 million a year based off of all the schools, either like cumulative revenue because of TV deals and everything, that's enough money that you should be able to go out and protect these kids who are putting their bodies and everything else on the line for you to make a profit. I think that um, if they haven't, and maybe they are trying to work out the details, um, they can get some testing. They can get some testing. They should. And never mind the testing. Get the health coverage. It at least should be every other day. And not 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 with a deductible. I don't want me to tell oh, no, you put it through my home insurance. You pay for it. You pay the all you out pay of the bills. You pay the deductibles. You pay the premiums. Give my kid a chance. Yeah. But yeah, no. So college football, it's going to be interesting because I feel like if that starts to go south and the season does not look like it's going to happen. Can't imagine the NFL is that far behind because it's going to be the same exact concerns. They've already had tons of players opt out because they're concerned. I think there's 37 well-known. There's a bunch of not so much well-known. Yeah. Um, one, two, and three players per, except for the big one, Patriots seven, and two not as well-known, I guess. But yeah, I mean, the Patriots, bit. I think, have the most up with eight or nine yeah, guys opted out. Now. Uh, the Eagles had Marquise Goodwin, I know. He... Backed out. A few other teams have had guys back out. Uh, C.J. Mosley for the Jets, big star linebacker, he's out. So you have these guys who are big names making, giving up big money. Like Dante Hightower is giving up nine million dollars this year to protect his family. You know, I clearly guess you can't put a price on your family's life. There you and go. Everything. Nine million bucks, but Walk nine million. So he's walking away from $9 million, and he's going to get what three fifty, three hundred fifty thousand. It depends on if he qualifies yeah. for whatever the reason. So, so I hope. The college conferences are listening. He's walking away from a nine million dollar paycheck because to of protect serious. his family. They think that's, that's 
and 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 you don't want to have a pop bring a policy out on these kids yeah it makes no sense so we'll see about the nfl because like you said they're thinking of a, trying to have fans in the stands which i don't know how you do that yeah big name players opting out of the season they don't get the chance to be like you know what i changed my mind depending on what happens if i'm the nfl i am waiting i'm pushing the season until november at least start on thanksgiving I've said this before, start on Thanksgiving, big opening weekend, you have the holiday to work with, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Games all weekend. Slates, games slate full all weekend. College football is probably not going to be really happening, especially at that point, 10 game seasons for most of these conferences, they'll be just about done. You start your season, you go through November, December, January, February, through March, you have your playoffs, April, May, you finish, you have three months to recover for the next season. So the, it's more um, than the NBA. Yeah, a lot. A lot of the things you read are they're waiting for the. They think they think come, you know, the end of the year. Everybody's promising a, a, a shot in the arm that's going to kill this virus for everybody. So, when you, when you rely on that. But even then, that's not, end of November. I'm saying yeah. you might have a four week span where you're playing yep. with ifs. By the way, but then the you players might get in the organization all get the, uh, the vaccine. But what about? The 66,000 people you bring in. Yeah. I'm not sitting next to somebody not wearing a mask. Exactly. <laughs> no way. It's going to be interesting. I think the NFL, I guess a they have a, a delay. I'm guessing they have a season. I don't know if it gets delayed. I don't know if they're going to be willing to part again way with that money. They're going to try. That's... Players are probably going to give some pushback if things seem to escalate again like they think it might in the fall with the pickup. But that's why I say push it to November. Wait a little bit. See where everything's headed. You don't have to start now. Think about what the NBA and NHL did. Yeah, wait 10 and then weeks. MLB. Wait they, 10 or 12 weeks and have a they, season. Every season got pushed back. Seasons got stopped and pushed back to the end of July. And, and they're you, starting up. And guess what? Nobody cares. They're just happy time, to have sports back. Yeah, prime television time. You know football is going to take precedent. Yeah. No matter what they overlap, unless it's a World Series game. Well, even still, think about it that way. If you push until November at least, NBA Finals... MLB, World Series, NHL Stanley Cup Finals. We'll all, all be, be pushing through into October. Yep. So you have sports, and then you maybe have a two-week period where you ramp up everything for football. You get ready for the football season. You Everybody does their fantasy football drafts. They all get excited again. Players that opted out have the chance to opt back in for that part, I think, if they push it. And then you try for it. Yeah, and and by then, um, if, if ML, you know, uh, NBA, they're looking at a December 1st start, Maybe they push, they push eight weeks. Yeah, you know it's it's indoors. If anything, <laughs> I'd say first three weeks playing all division games if they can, if they are somehow able to manage this, you play all the division games at teams that have dome stadiums, or something like that. I think the only conference that doesn't have a team, there might be more than one, but most teams at least have somebody with a dome, like the Minnesota Vikings and the Lions each have a dome. Or you give one of those out to another division that needs that. You have the first few weeks, division games only. So all the teams stay there. The Most of the ones inside a dome are turf. So they're going to be able to handle more games being played on them. Then you're into December. Then you see what happens. And then, by then, you have an idea. When it comes to the players and the money that comes from the games actually being played, how seriously are they going to take it? And will they risk everything for the almighty dollar like the NCAA probably will. They 
I, I think just his, I think nature will take its course and this thing's either going to explode. If it explodes take out again, all the owners. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fun. No, 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 I don't No, Only one. Jerry Jones. The team with no name. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's young. He, he might have a he chance. He might come around. Yeah. Jerry Jones, I thought is what you were going no, no, for. No, no, no. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. That's the whole idea behind hurt. this. I said die. <laughs> okay. Painlessly. That might be I, I'd like to say painlessly, but none fan, of these people... I'm an Eagles fan, so maybe that has something to do with why yeah. I said Jerry Jones. Yeah, well, none of these people look like they're dying painlessly. That is, it just looks like a god-awful ending to a horrible, okay. horrible sickness. <laughs> don't to keep... I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> don't to keep... You make people die. You're awful. Nope, just Jerry Jones? It's a terrible, terrible death, Greg. Uh, anyway, ah, uh, the Sports Dance Podcast. <laughs> I truly believe that the ebb and flow of this disease is going to dictate whether there is a season. And I think some of these owners are going to get a tap on the shoulder from their local governor and say, "Not in my state. You're not bringing fans in." And then that's just. I, well, I don't think fans are going to end up being allowed. Hundred percent. But they the, need that TV contract. It's the playing, the game actually. Players, if they're not keeping them in a bubble like they are with. Uh, NBA and NHL, if it's like the MLB, it's going to be hard because MLB, the guys at least all kind of like when they have the games, they're all staying close to the field. You already know the guys that are trapped home got tested. They're good for the while. Their families probably get tested. The guys traveling in get tested. But it's one game a week for the NFL. Then you're moving. So it's going to be too hard to if one of those teams goes out. It's not like the Marlins and Phillies who are going to play a seven-game series to end the year because they can do doubleheaders and things like that. You can't do doubleheaders in the NFL. It's not possible. Guys would get hurt if you yep. start a second game up and they're like, hey, uh, three hours are kicking off again. <laughs> you good with that? Good with that? Hey, go, hey go Drew Brees, I know you just dislocated your shoulder last game, and probably in a week you'd be good, but you think you, think you, you got this? An hour? You think you got that? <laughs> Can you have a sandwich and get out of here? Yeah, we're going to give you a quick uh, icy hot rub on the shoulder, and you're good. Shane Falco it. I think you will uh, – it, it, it's just going to be determined by the COVID. It, just it is. So we'll see what happens with that. By the way, if I'm an NFL ref, I'm totally taking the year off and just oh my god, thirty grand. I'm gonna go work at my law practice or whatever I do. They're all thirty grand will be my nice vacation, right? It's all their second job. It makes like why wouldn't you take it? You guarantee your job, and you get thirty thousand dollars. Could we just have that for everybody in the economy? Is that like a thing? Well, I think it could almost ev- is. Could everybody get $30,000 given to them that's unemployed the and all that? And that's enough just to eat, right? You could just eat. You could just Maybe get, just pay a few bills. You might have to go you at least get like line. You could at least give out a few months' rent and still have enough for food. Like, if you split that in half, give 15000 towards your rent or mortgage, whatever it is. So the banks and everything food. all kind of stay afloat, too. And then you got $15,000 for food. You got, like, at least six months. I don't think you and I should ever be in charge of the economy. <laughs> no. Where'd all your $15,000 worth of food money go in five months? That's a lot of food. Well, Beer. Taco Bell had a really good deal. Ten for ten. <laughs> I got 100000 I got the scrambled egg <laughs> cheese on the outside roll-up thing that looks like it's covered with motor it's oil. It's grilled cheese burrito. Okay. And I want to try it at some point. Don't judge people, Paul. Let us live our lives in this okay, time of pandemic. I did it. I did. I judged. <laughs> you did. Hurt feelings here. And by the way, that crinkling you've been hearing throughout the show is Paul trying to hide the fact he had a grilled cheese burrito. I've been outed for my Taco Bellism. <laughs> Just 
just rappers go more here. My goodness, sir. <laughs> Control yourself. I'm sorry. It's all right. So besides that, Paul, a few more things to talk about. One of them being hockey. You know what? I know. Gasp. <laughs> right? Tennis and hockey, and I really want to talk about hockey. It's, it's funny to think about, but before we talk about hockey, Paul, i got to tell you about something. Okay. Zingo TV. 12-1 Sports is your home for the best live talk shows and sports broadcasts. You know you can catch my show and all others on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, but now you can also watch live on Zingo TV. Zingo TV has added 12 Ounce Sports to a long list of channels, and now if you're on your smart TV, just download the app and flip to channel 761 to catch all of your live 12 Ounce Sports programming plus replays. All you got to do is download Zingo TV and use the promo code 12Ounce, that's 12OZ, when signing up. It's that simple. Be sure to check it out. Check out the podcast. Check out other shows. Everybody's got great talk. We're going to be talking hockey, though. Paul, we're actually going to get like a little in-depth with hockey. I'm surprised. I am very surprised. First off, the Bruins have crapped the bed and completely lost Choked. their first round, number one seed, all of that. They luckily are playing a round robin because if they weren't, they would have been kicked out of the playoffs super fast. They are not looking good. They had three games basically as a warm-up where they lost, lost, and lost. You can't do worse than that. No. They did the opposite of the Flyers, who were the four seed going into the round robin, seeded-wise, and came out as the number one seed because they won 3-0. Tampa Bay took the two seed, and the Capitals took the three seed, which means the Bruins get the four seed. I believe that means they faced the Carolina Hurricanes in the first round of the playoffs. We're not going to talk about many of the teams because, well, we don't watch many of the teams, but we didn't get to watch the Bruins the past few days. Paul, at least give us your thoughts. One in the NHL playoffs in general, how they've looked, because we've had some big upsets too. Five seeds going down to 12 seeds, like the Blackhawks beating and getting in, and I believe the Coyotes also beating the Penguins or so I, I, Canadians. I, somebody did. When, when you come back from the hiatus, you're not at full strength. Your mojo's gone. Clearly. And it didn't come back. And for other teams, it gave them the needed rest clearly they needed, and they are pulling up in the seed. And, and they're beating. The, how do you how do you lose first place and now the third seed? No, the fourth, fourth seed. seed. The so, fourth seed. So, I mean, dear Lord. I don't ha- they went from the hottest team to, oh, my God, do oh they know God, how to are play they hockey? Make it? Are they going to get in? Do I they mean, know so, what the sport is that they're playing currently? <laughs> then, then they're interviewing, and they're saying, gee, it's, it's just so hot. It's so late in the year, and it's hot, and I'm like... You play on ice inside a stadium. <laughs> it's an air-conditioned building. <laughs> and you, you're wearing the exact same uniform. Maybe they should have a summer uniform. They do know the Fish Stanley right. Cup finishes in, like, June. Right? So, I think it's hot in that. Yeah, I think it's, it's considered June. summer in June. And, and, oh, my God, eight minutes, and they're sweating, and they're soaking wet. Well, I think they're soaking wet in the middle of February also. So. Or some of these guys during the pandemic just decide to have some extra cheeseburgers. Yeah, I think that... It was probably not good for some of these teams. And I think they said, hey, we're going to have a shortened. We're gonna, this is going to be good. We'll be good at this. And they probably took it for granted, and they had their clock cleaned. Yeah. But, yeah, but, there's been some upsets. You had the Canadians beating the Penguins. That's 12 over 5. The Blackhawks over the Oilers. Another 12 over 5 seed. So nothing's guaranteed, clearly, as we've seen by some of these teams. It's going to be really interesting to see how it continues. The Golden Knights also went on a nice run to get the number one seed in the West. I forget how the standings fall there. But overall, I think, one, it's they've done a pretty good job with these NHL playoffs. I wasn't sure 
Because unlike the NBA bubble, they're in hub cities. So they can go out. But they, I think, can still go out. Yeah, they, they, there's no tunnel. It's highly them. suggested not to. Right. But I think players are still, like, if they want to go downtown, because Toronto, I think, downtown opened up, like, a week ago. Like, they're in that I next phase. I think they'd phase. be out of their minds to do that. But, well, yeah. Uh, so their, their testing is, is often, and I think and the NBA has it all over them. But they're doing pretty well. They yeah, they have no, had no, no positive COVID, COVID, COVID tests. Yep. So good I for them. I think for either in like twenty something days. So you got to think about your family. You got to think about your players on your team, and you got to think about the plays you're against. Hockey can be brutal, but you know there's checking. There's but I think NBA is more dangerous. Well, what I've what I've heard from uh, local sports radio people, especially for the Boston area, they said one of the hardest things is going to be for these guys keeping their sticks in their pants. What does that mean? Oh, I think you oh, know Oh, no sex. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Wow, look at that yeah. light bulb that went off. <laughs> you were like, stick, sticks, men, penis. <laughs> well, I didn't even need to say that. I just, <laughs> yeah, I actually read something on that today that that's... That, that's know, the biggest this concern. This is a big thing in the bubbles that are uh, bothering people, and I guess so. I mean, I went a very long time in my life. I think these men can go a few months. <laughs> <laughs> that's too much to share. Okay. Um, Everybody oh. starts off a very long time in their lives. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Most people at least are like it. 12 to 13 years. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Those are the crazy people, by the way, yes. <laughs> that wait that little. I'm <laughs> just clarifying. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, I think, I think hockey has done a great job. I've actually watched a little bit of hockey. Very little, but a little bit of hockey. Enough that we're talking about it. And, and it blows my mind to see the, you know, the covered seats, but you didn't really notice the fans in hockey unless they, you know, there was a fight against the boards and the people are all like laugh slathering their tongue on the glass and you know how those <laughs> hockey fans are. Or Don't write in if you're right in, write to Greg. It also always seems to be at least one woman sitting behind one of the coaches or players during the playoffs that everybody's like, did you see the one with the huge boobs? And you're well, like, how? How is it every year that there's one? Because I think they give her that seat on purpose. <laughs> they must. <laughs> Honey, we have a seat for you. They, just... That seat is empty every night, and they pull her out of line. <laughs> I think it's. I think it happens. It might, actually. I My favorite thing in hockey is when something slams against the board, a puck, a player, and the person in the front row's beer goes all over somebody else. Yeah, and you're like, how? Uh, why don't you have any couple? But, no, but you know the glass is there. Yeah, well, it's like baseball with the net. Everybody yeah, jumps. They do. They do. Some people don't because they're not paying attention. No, there was like a woman in Toronto last year that made like ESPN's top ten because three balls like in a row fouled off like right directly where her face was, and she just stared blankly ahead. And they were like, "She's probably comatose and can't see." No, she was there like the next night, and it happened again, and she didn't flinch. And everybody around her is super flinching. Do you think she's even watching the game? She probably has no contact. She she's blind. probably yeah, she's just <laughs> she's not there for the social event. She doesn't know anything. She can barely happening. see the person she's there with. It's actually a weekend at Bernie's. She hasn't. She she's was dead. dead the whole time. Oh my god! Somebody put a weekend at Bernie's cutout at one of the stadiums. By the way, yep, <laughs> slouched down just like that, <laughs> which is kind of ingenious. Classic movie. Uh, there's like probably a bunch of people that are like, "What weekend what? at Bernie's? Weekend at Bernie? What's that? Is that like Mad 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 Anchorman? Anchorman." <laughs> That's that's brand new. Not brand new. It's well, like 2003. Compared to Bernie, it well, is. Well, that's true. Oh, anyway, besides that, so that was hockey. Hockey, that was all we need to talk about. Hockey. That's like a solid eight minutes. Hockey might be the only thing that plays, it's in, and, and basketball might be their only seasons that finish. PGA. 
I like PGA. Because that's currently happening right now. The PGA yeah. Championship, which we're in the middle of the Sunday round recording this, so we don't know who won. But I can tell you, not as pe- many people are going to care because it's not Tiger. That's right. And when Tiger falls off, vi- viewership goes down. He was, though, the featured round as we were watching. He was having a pretty good final round. If he had that the whole weekend, he may have actually been in contention. I think at the moment... If I could golf he, like that, I would be If you golf Tiger like Woods. Tiger? I was going to say, well, that wouldn't be that hard if you could I wouldn't have like lost Tiger. so many balls in my life. Tiger's three under for the day. So if he was like actually in com- like contention, he would have had a chance to make a run. But he's not. Instead, guys, Dustin Johnson, I mean, and Kopka and Patrick Casey and Thomas Fleetwood and Jason Day, all big names, all get a good draw. Especially Brooksy, but Kepka. Yeah, the guy literally like gets off a boat four times a year, and he's like, "Oh, time to play some golf. It's a championship. Cool," and I'll wins play. two of them. That's like what his thing has been. He has come out and said, "I don't do practice rounds. I just show up and play." Maybe that's what some people should do. But imagine just being that's that the, good and that's cocky. What the Bruins tried. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what they did try. What did you hear about? Uh, back to hockey for a second. <laughs> Tugarask. Had to miss two days because he coughed and like sniffled, and he hit a, the button on his phone that was like, "I coughed and I sniffed," and it like sent his phone into like a frenzy of red lights, and they like quarantined him for two days. <laughs> Jesus! And they're like, "Oh, they all have the app." They're like, they're, "Yeah, every player okay. has to have it to report." I think like if they have any symptoms. Yeah. So he said that, and people are like, "Did you just want like two days off? Is that what it was? Were you tired? You just, did you just want two days to yourself? Did you want to go fishing? Oh no, that's the NBA. That's the NBA." <laughs> But I was like, could you imagine being like, I had a cough and a sniffle. I got to report this. Like, that's the, that's what we're living in. And I guess it's the smart thing to do. But at the same time, during the process, uh, Brad Marchand was sitting next to him after he was answering the question. Being like, yeah, I had a cough and sniff and like this Are and you that. next to anybody? And he was smirking, being like, yeah, I bet your ass you did. <laughs> <laughs> like, he gave him a look like, hmm, really? No oh boy. I'm surprised. <laughs> so did they have to quarantine both of them? No, he, no, it was at a press conference after okay. he came back from practices. Okay. So, yeah, no, he was good. But, yeah, so back to golf. Yep. Nobody cares as much if Tiger's not involved. It's just how it is. Yeah. I think people are just so used to not seeing any sports. The PGA is going to have to figure out who they can anoint the next great one that fans will latch on to like they have with Tiger. Well, somebody has to be Before be Tiger's guy. done. Yeah, they do because, boy. They wanted it to be Rory McIlroy. He's, I mean, he's great. But he's, he's not consistent. He's not consistent enough. He hasn't dominated like they thought he would. Then they try to make it Jordan Spieth. Now they're trying to make it Brooks Kopka. So they're trying to make it people. But they just, just haven't found nobody. Person. Brooks might be a guy that can take it, but I think he's also too far and away of like the normal. <laughs> like, yeah. Somehow, somehow Tiger feels like an everyday guy, even though he's clearly not. Yeah. Well. Well, he was. And nothing about his life. In the is, very beginning, he was a normal guy, and yes, then he made he bazillions of dollars yeah. and. Yeah, he was a teenager. Well, that's His what I mean. went to the tournaments. So, oh, isn't that nice? His dad's there. Yeah, they hugged. Oh, now, sweet. Then it turned in. Oh, isn't that nice? His wife is there. And then his, isn't His it kids. nice? His girlfriend is there. And uh, oh, no, uh, Tiger's not here these he, next he, three he years. He a trait. He. <laughs> and a wife. <laughs> she hit him. Oh, that's right. No, she didn't hit him. She hit the back of the car. Yes. So they say. Yep. Rumors. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. That's all in the past, though. Just like his, he's a new tiger. He, he has lost oh, yeah. weight. He has a spine that's brand new and everything. Yeah. A knee that's new. new. Half his body is now fake. He's Steve Austin, the bionic golfer. 
See, I hear Steve Austin, I think of the wrestler. Well, he's the bionic man. Yeah, no, I kind of got that, but I right. think of Stone Cold, and I'm now expecting beers and to be thrown at me and chugging. Okay. By the way, we're going to get Paul to still shotgun a beer at some point. One day. And I'm going to get it on video, and I might post it to social media. Oh, no, we won't. Oh, we might. I'll blur the, I'll blur the face out. I'll have pantyhose over my head. <laughs> that might make it really hard to shotgun a beer. I'll have a hole. <laughs> That'll be a trash A, <laughs> a snorkel. Pour it down be, my snorkel. That would be nice. Oh, you're going to beer bong it. Is that what that's called? That's the different thing. That's a snorkel that's, board. No. That's, Jesus oh no, boy. there's snorkel beer bongs, though. Okay. People do that. I don't know what that they is. They pour it down the top of the snorkel and you shoot it through the mouthpiece. Okay. I might be better at that than sucking out of a hole in a can. Um, okay, I'm glad you finished that sentence. So, that was talking golf of how nobody cares if it's not Tiger. They used to care a lot. No, they didn't. Not until Tiger. They did with, like, Jack and Phil, but then yep. there was nobody really kind of for they a bit they got to find Tiger. somebody. Yeah, they oh, do. No, let me say, somebody's got to find them. Somebody's got to find their own way. Yeah, that's true. So besides that, Paul, the only other sport we have not touched on, surprisingly, besides our opening Would You Rather, is the NBA. So they're in full swing. Their season of play, the final games, ends August 14th. They're doing fine and dandy. They have had no issues outside of, like, Lou Williams leaving for some Magic City chicken. That was about the biggest bump in the road they had. Besides that, Lakers, number one seed, they claimed in the West, but they have struggled while in the bowl. I think they're 2-4, and 2-5. and five. LeBron James is nursing a hurt groin. Do you think the Lakers should be concerned at all? And do you think LeBron James's beard color has anything to do with it like Skip Bayless? Well, the beard color and the beard shape is a little weird. But do you think that affects the Lakers' chances of winning I an think, NBA championship like think, Skip Bayless? No, I do not. I believe the Lakers are as good as the Lakers are, and when they get to the playoffs, they'll be fine. They got to get. I think I'll, this is just like the Bruins. You got to get. You got to get back in the groove. The Bruins didn't take it as serious, and I think the Lakers have. You know, the number one seed. They're going to be that good. Celtics are going to be that good. Let's see what it ends. I, I just like this is. They're in a bubble. All they have to worry about is playing basketball. But yes, I'm not gonna lie. I know you just want to actual, Skip Bayless. An question. actual topic on Skip Bayless's show was LeBron James's gray beard. How is it affecting his game? Is that why I saw a picture of it dark black? <laughs> Might be. Is that a superimposed? Is it still gray? Because I saw it. Funky. No, he may have shaved. It, it looks like a camel hump. In well, the... he may have shaved the sides, but it was gray on the sides. All right. This. But was... imagine that being a topic that you have felt the Does need. Does he hate him that much? He is a big anti-LeBron guy and a huge Michael Jordan guy. So just imagine being that terrible of a person that you decide i'm gonna go after his beard color because he's getting older and having gray hair show up affecting his basketball game i think i just don't like skip bayless you really don't i mean i don't don't know that there's anybody on the planet you don't like so not liking him i don't like him at all he's also a cowboys fan so that partly plays into it because he's also rah rah cowboys he talks about two things not liking lebron james and loving the cowboys how he has a show, I don't know. I think you're funny. It makes no... Well, thank you. I'm glad you think I'm funny. I do. I think you're funny. I think... I think. Oh, by the way, anyone... Have you seen the barbershop they all go to? Yeah, it's like the video game one. Yeah. They literally made the bubble like the video game NBA 2K. It's kind of funny. It and is. they all... They're, they're raving about that. They're raving about the fishing. They're raving about the room service and the food. Yeah, now um, the, everything's improved since that first week they all got there where they all thought it was going to be the worst thing ever. 
And then they all start shocking in beers and fishing, and they got food that they like. I don't know how many of them have family there. None. You can't family there. Oh, I thought that. I thought that. I thought that. No. They... Families are not there. It's just the players. Yeah, his, I think he trimmed his beard. Yeah. As Paul just showed me a picture of LeBron. So I know it's radio, but um, it, the shape of his beard is a little bizarre, and the color is a little dark. So it's I think what he works he, for him. Uh, hey. Who cares? He also had Skip a, Bayless. He also had hair implants, clearly, because every year his hairline fades to the back of his head and then reappears the next season. It's like the he groundhog. The skin, they inflate those bubbles <laughs> behind, and then they take that hair and move it to the it's front. It's like the groundhog. Every year he sees a shadow at the beginning of the season, and it slowly an creeps idea. back. Just cut the hair off. Oh, no. Well, he has, too. It also, also kind of looks weird when he's bald, because... Yeah. He hasn't been. He's not like a guy that. Well, he's probably really bald. He just keeps moving hair from his well, back. Well, he's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. He has the ability to keep getting hey, himself. Hey, has anybody as much seen hair. LeBron this week? Yeah, he's having his hair moved. <laughs> one day. One he's season, moving. One season he comes back looking like Fabio. <laughs> Coronavirus beard, crazy. Everybody has him. Not me. I couldn't grow a beard during the entire pandemic. I could, but after every four days of not shaving, my wife yells at me to shave. Well, you should. You look. <laughs> you look better. Oh, thank you. We didn't really talk about NBA. I just wanted to basically bring up the fact that Skip Bayless actually had a topic of LeBron James's beard color affecting his game. Well, I think the NBA is doing it right. I think they're having a great season. Um, they're having a season. It isn't what we all expected a year ago, but it is what it is, and they're doing all right. Besides, there's been some fun storylines out of this they bubble. Get, they get tested every day, right, the NBA? Uh, something like that. I think it's every day. If it isn't every day, it's every other day. It's They're pretty often with it, and they keep pretty good track. But some fun storylines out of the bubble, at least, have been, one, the Phoenix Suns have been 5-0 and after being a laughingstock, basically, the past few seasons. They're like an odd 5-0 team. Everybody's loving it because, one, they're, they could make the playoffs in the West, which would be also shocking. It's been 10 years since that happened. But besides that, TJ Warren for the Pacers, top scorer in the bubble. He's not a scorer guy. He's not the guy that you look at and go, oh, he's going to get us 30-plus points a night. He's been pouring in 35-plus points. He's been getting 50-point games. Like, the guys that are having good bubble life are going to miss the bubble when it's gone because yeah. it's probably going to – it's going to be Their literally – bubble is going to burst. It's going to be literally like uh, Cinderella. The Ooh. bubble is going to burst, and they're not going to be happy. Or they're not going to be happy. They're going to go back to reality, back yeah. to life, back and, to reality. And maybe this is a kickstart. Maybe they won't. Maybe they won't, but we'll see. Well, Paul, I think the dog barking means the show's done. <laughs> My dogs are barking. <laughs> Quite literally. Yes. Oh, boy. Tried oh. to keep them out of the studio, but you know how that goes. Well, they they don't even know what a studio is. They're dogs. No, they just love us. Bark at us. <laughs> they hear us and they think there's an intruder. I want to go with you. But everybody, thanks for tuning in, Paul. It's nice hanging out with you in person. Good to have you here. Who knows when the next show will be because... It might be next Sunday again. We might start a new Sunday show where it comes out on Mondays. It might go back to Fridays. We're not quite sure. Figuring out baby schedules and work schedules is a thing. It's a thing. It's a real thing. And I can't live with Paul. We can't do a Bubble Life podcast because that's just not allowed. No, because there's another family trying to kick you up. we got (laughs) to sterilize before they get here. (laughs) You know, also, just have to go back to Back to life, back to reality. Back to reality. Which is staring at the same five walls again. Yes. But... Hopefully this thing gets better, quick. We all quarantine just so we can have these moments. Exactly. And that's what everybody else should do. Hey, that's exactly right. And hopefully the players keep quarantining and don't let their hockey sticks get too crazy. Oh, my God. Or baseball bats or I don't really know. what the. There's really no equivalent for basketball or 
football, so don't use their goalposts. I have no idea. I'm sure we'll think of something. <laughs> we'll think of something. Show. <laughs> but they're going to be writing in. They're going to be emailing you saying, Greg, exactly. I got one. That's exactly what's going to happen. So hopefully that all stays fine and dandy. Sports continue. People are allowed to gamble because what makes people happy is gambling and sports. That's like a fact. It is. And drinking. And yeah, what you do all through with sports. And tailgating, and which is going to be a big miss this fall. Well, you find some friends. People will tailgate yeah, at their own house. You'll find some friends. Most people tailgate at their houses anyway. Let's be honest. So, just like everything else, no tailgating means more business for retailers, right? Because yeah. everybody's going to tailgate at home. Exactly. But that's the show for the week. Paul, again, thanks for letting me join you, I guess, technically. Well,. Thanks for bringing the studio right here to That's the right. South Coast. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking us out on a Monday, not a Friday. This has been the Sports Dance. My name is Greg, with Paul as always. Have a good one. Be safe. Be healthy. See you next week. The Sports, the sports Dance. dance.